do it. And welcome back to the Bestie Solution. My name is Nick. I can't do it. It's Maddie. Uh, today, Nick is my co-host. Well, you're always my co-host, but I'm running the episode today. Yep. So for some reason, Nick let me do that. Probably not a good idea, but... You, I didn't, you wanted to do it. I know, because you never, you don't, it's not that you don't let me. Yep. Nick is very particular in how he likes things. Very true. And he's like, I need to know what we're doing. And I was like, I'll let you know. <laughs> and I'm very much like, I, well, in some things I do things on the fly. Because yeah. I do better that way, depending on what it is. Anyway, so, it being my first episode, it's about gin. <laughs> because I love gin. It's my favorite thing ever. That's not true. I like cats more. But it's my favorite, like, hard alcohol Whiskey's a close second, but I found my love for gin first, I think. Yeah. I would. I think gin was maybe kind of the gateway into, like, appreciating, like, liquors on their own. Right. You know? So, and it's fall. It is. I sound like such a basic, like, person. But... but people, people don't drink gin in the fall. I that's like. true. So we decided we we're going to do... We're doing a lot of fall themes, things lately. Uh, but we decided we were going to do fall gin cocktails, which we thought would be challenging because, like, obviously we are not, like, professional mixologists or right, right. craft cocktailers. I don't know if that's really a real word. But we are like, okay, it might be kind of challenging to do, like, a gin fall cocktail. So that's what we decided to do because we feel like gin is usually, like, more of, like, the spring and, like, summer flavors, which is amazing. But we wanted to try and do something a little different. So we made two cocktails, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but we haven't tried them yet. We tried our first ones, and they both kind of weren't that good. Right. So <laughs> we kind of just started throwing shit together, which seems like what always happens, and it ends up being better that way. Anyway, but I'm going to try and give you a little bit of history on gin. Uh, do you have anything you want to add? No, I am stoked, though. Me too. I love gin. So apparently gin is from Britain. Did you know that? Uh, I did. I did it. My bottle told me that. Well, I didn't read mine yet. <laughs> um, so apparently it's... In England. It was developed in the 17th century. I'm a little nervous. Um, and I feel like people still confuse gin and vodka. Uh, yes and no. I just uh, The biggest thing I hear about gin is that it tastes like a Christmas tree. Yeah, because it's juniper. Yeah. Which... The coriander. I'm getting to that because... Fun fact, 51 million bottles of gin were sold in the UK in 2017. Oh, wow. 27% more than 2016. It's a big business in the UK. Did it start in London? It doesn't say London. It just says Britain. I'm definitely reading this off the internet at verdict.com UK. Don't know how reliable that is. Uh, <laughs> you sound like you're from London. No, I don't. So, <laughs> you know, I also read somewhere that Gin is like, I'm going to say this wrong. I have to find it again. It's like the French or Dutch word for juniper. That sounds not right at all. No, I have no idea. But, how do you say that? Geneva? 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 Where the hell are you looking? Right there. Oh, yeah, I guess Geneva. So it says Geneva. We're probably saying that wrong. (laughs) But But then there's the argument that gin was, did not originate in Britain and originated in the Netherlands. Oh, interesting. So, Geneva, Geneva, however you say that. Yeah. If someone knows how to say that, let me know. 
Uh, but they thought that dated back all the way back to the 13th century. Interesting. I know, which is very interesting. But Geneva, Geneva, uh, was made by distilling malt wine to around 50% ABV. Which, I'll be honest, I don't know how gin's made. We've been on a lot of tours, but I'm pretty sure I was blitzed for every one of them. Because there was free gin. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, Nick, do you know anything about that? Oh, but it says English distillers be... This is... I'm clearly winging this. Um, English distillers began to make their own version of Geneva. Mm-hmm. Geneva and shortened it to gin. Oh, okay. So I think it's kind of the argument of, like, who really... Who really created gin, I guess, technically. Right. Um, but it said gin didn't get popularity until the 18th century. Uh, people started choosing alcohol over plain water because they thought it was a healthy choice. Oh. Uh, which is kind of funny. Which, um, you know. Yeah. So that's pretty much, I guess I should talk about what gin's made of. Yeah. This is fun. Bear with me, guys. <laughs> this is like me running my first group. Um, so in some cases, juniper berries were replaced with turpentine, the same stuff used to produce wood varnish or to thin oil-based paints. That's like the stuff you use on your wood floors, isn't it? Varnish? Turpentine. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So that sounds super unhealthy, not healthier than water. Um, but I know, like, the main thing with gin is there's always juniper berries, right? Mm-hmm. That's juniper... Is that the requirement for, for gin, kind of like, um... Yes. Yeah. I... I don't think coriander is, but that's also another very popular um, ingredient in gin. I'm going to skip through the 17th, 18th, and 1900s because okay. there's a lot. But sometime between 1826 and 1831, gin reappeared and started to gain its popularity. Uh-huh. Um, I think there was something about taxation. I'm not going to go into that. Nick likes the history more than I do, but I kind of don't care about it as much. <laughs> so... I just want to say thank you to Britain and the Netherlands for gin. So. I want to know where bathtub gin came from. You know, I don't have the answer to that question. I think I, actually, I think I know. I think bathtub gin came from the U.S. when Prohibition started and they were just making gin in the bathtub. But Like toilet wine? Yeah, kind of, but bathtub gin. So I have the requirements for gin real quick. Okay, yeah. So minimum bottle strength is 37.5 ABV. So what, wouldn't the, wait, what is it? The um, Alcohol by volume? Oh, that's the same thing. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I, isn't the proof double that? What are you talking about? Like the proof? Yes. So the proof would be, math, 94, 95%? Mm-hmm. If I mathed correctly. Um, and then... It's not allowed to be less than 40%. Wait, that's 94%. In the United States, sorry, gin. Oh, I suck at this. Minimum bottle strength is 37.5. In the United States, is 40%. Okay. Wow, I'm doing horrible at this. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> hope you guys like that shitty history. That's probably inaccurate. Um, so, <laughs> are you laughing at me? Yeah. Nick's laughing at me. This is what I do when I get nervous. You repeat things that you go... Are you laughing at me? I said, yeah. And you go, Nick's laughing at me. <laughs> I just start to get, I start to freak out. Okay. So, do you want to talk about your gin first or talk about mine first? Um, you can talk about yours. This has a pretty interesting history on the bottle. Oh. Oh. So, <clears throat> yours is local as well, right? Uh, it's Virginia. So, we used... Well, oh, I'm sorry, Vermont. 
I'm very sorry. Yes, it is well, local. It's local to us, right? Yep. Vermont's close. Yeah. Uh, I used Ingenium. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Ingenium. Mm-hmm. Which has a definition on the front of it. So it's made by New England. I cannot talk. New England. New England. New England. You sound uh, like you're from London. Distillery, which I haven't been there. Yeah, I've, I've been but there But you have. We had some of their bourbons this weekend, right? Or at that tasting? Yeah, we had um, we had their Tidewalker bourbon and their gunpowder rye. Oh, yeah. it was The gunpowder rye was really good. I honestly don't remember the other one. I, I enjoyed. Uh, They're pretty good. Yeah. So this is from New England Distilling, and it's Ingenium, which on the front it says it's a noun and defined as the engine of natural creativity that comes from observation and imagination. Isn't that lovely? Oh. And so it says it's a dry gin, and the alcohol by volume is 47%. Okay. And then on the back, it just says New England Distilling, and it, which is in Portland, Maine, which is only 30, 30 minutes. Oh, it's probably about 15 minutes from here. Oh, that's it? 15 minutes. And this is batch number 39. So I don't really see a history or anything on here, nor did I look it up. Um, I don't, I don't really think that the, this gin has, like, a, a particular history. Um, it's decent. Yeah, it's, a pretty, it's good, pretty good. It's a pretty good gin. Um, I really enjoy New England distilling companies, uh, everything all around. Uh, bourbon, their rye, their gin, um, their rum, which I'm not a huge rum guy. But I don't think I've had their rum. Their rum tastes kind of like bourbon because they put it into Jim Beam barrels. Okay. And it really, really catches a lot of bourbon flavor. Interesting. It, um, it's really good. Um, but I would love to see more stuff come out of that distillery. There might be that I don't know of. Uh, really, really great stuff. I'm waiting for Liquid Riot's gin. Oh, yeah, same. It's going to be good. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your gin? Yeah, so I used um, um, Bar Hill Reserve Tomcat Gin. Is that the one that's the winery, too? Uh, I think so, but I'm not sure. Um, this is a barrel-aged gin. Um, so they're out of uh, Hardwick, Vermont. Uh, they're 100% grain-neutral spirits with juniper and raw honey. Um, so this is kind of cool, this, this history behind this. So uh, Tomcat is the modern-day ad- adaptation of 18th-century England's most revered spirit, Old Tom Gin. After gin was outlawed by the Spirits Act of 1750. There's that history. I love history. There's your history for you. Um, rebellious pub owners would hang a wooden plaque shaped like a black cat to inform the passerby of their defiance of the ban. Oh. Deposit a few pennies through the cat's mouth and a bartender would pour a ration of old Tom. That's pretty cool. To be sipped through a tube between the cat's paws. That's funny. Right. So their distillery in Caledonia County in Vermont, um, the Northeast Kingdom, <laughs> is rooted in the agriculture of Vermont. Uh, here's a production of milk, cheese, timber, vegetables, grains, honey, seeds, and herbs as part of our lives and helps define our place. So Vermont, you know, is very, very farm heavy up there. Um, we drove through Vermont a little bit. Uh you know, I always thought about it, like, living there because they pay you to live there, you know? Yeah. It um, wasn't so far for us. I mean, it's not far, but to drive to work. Right, right. Um, but this is, um, I've heard that this is the best thing that comes out of this distillery. Hmm. Um, I think it's great. It, it tastes a lot like, just by itself, it tastes a lot like just a, a pine, 
like pine wood. So a lot of people say that the, the gin tastes like a, a pine needles or a Christmas tree or whatever. This tastes like pine wood. Um, it brings that wood flavor yeah, um, into it. it. Um, you know, I don't know what kind of barrels that they used, if they were probably bourbon barrels, tequila barrels, or what, what they were, if it was just a brand new charred oak barrel. Right. Um, but it is American oak. Um, so there's that. But let's start talking about our cocktails here. Maddie, you want to go? Okay. So I'm going to tell them about my first one real quick, where we started. Mm-hmm. So I found oh this really cool recipe, and it was for, like, a fall French 75, which a French 75 is usually, like, lemon juice and gin, and then I don't know if it Jump typically, pack. does it typically have some syrup in it? I think so. Yeah, maybe. And then you top it with champagne. So I was like, oh, that'd be fun, because, like, cinnamon simple syrup, like, that would be cool. Right. And then it's like, usually we'll find, like, recipes, and we'll start there, but it's more of, like, a starting point, because Nick and I will taste it and we'll be like, this is too bland. <laughs> Which is pretty much what happened. Right. So, um, but this one, so I go to pop the bottle of champagne outside and I'm looking at it and it's like red sparkling wine. And I was like, what the fuck? This isn't champagne. So then I got really upset and I was like, well, I'm not using this in my cocktail. I tried it and it was not good. And so then I scratched that and I had, I was like, whatever. What if I make like a gin fizz? Cause I love gin fizz, but I could never get like a big enough of the fizz head. That's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes a lot of shaking. I do a lot of shaking. <laughs> My arms get sore and I make Nick shake it. And I, I'm going to figure it out eventually. Like, slowly but surely they're improving, but I want more foam. Oh, really? I think that looks good. I want more. It is okay. pretty. I mean, it looks good. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> so I used an ounce of lemon juice and then two ounces of gin and then one egg white. And maybe I needed more egg white. Um, and then I did a dry shake for, like, ten seconds. And then I added in... Um, ice cubes, and then I shook for fucking ever. That's <laughs> shook. It sounds like I'm just like gyrating. <laughs> um, and then I like poured that in, and then I topped it. Oh, I forgot. Did I say simple syrup? Did I say I put simple no. syrup? I put simple syrup in there. Sorry, cinnamon simple syrup, which we just made. Uh, one cup sugar, one cup water, and I think three cinnamon sticks or four. Uh, I think three. Three, which is really delicious and makes your house smell good. So I put that in there, and then I topped it with um, apple cider. And so, like, I tilted the glass, though, so it, like, poured and didn't ruin the foam, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like a fall apple cinnamon gin fizz. I should name it, but I haven't come up with a name yet. Yeah, yeah. that's my cocktail. We haven't tried them yet, either, so we hope they're not shitty. Yeah. We'll let you know. Um... So I'll talk about mine. Um, so I went off of a recipe of mine for um, a cocktail I called the Jacko Drunker. Oh my um, god, I forgot about this. Yeah, uh, a lot of my good friends know about the Jacko Drunker when we were in. Um, was it Owensboro? Nope. Uh, well, it was the cocktail was created in Owensboro. But um, the Jacko Drunker was a jack-o'-lantern beer bong. Um, we had this big party, and we we're like, we gotta, we gotta come up with something crazy. And um, we took a jack-o'-lantern, a purple jack-o'-lantern candy bucket, and we drilled two holes in the bottom, and we put two 
um, like rubber hoses. I do remember this story now. Yep, up there, and uh, and then I I would carry around the party. It was a Halloween party, you know, and carry around the party, and I would ask people, you know, I would just like it was pretty much like a a, a traveling salesman or like a guy at a, a baseball game, like popcorn, get your popcorn, you know. I was just sitting there with a beer bong, a double beer bong. But what was nice was I was pretty much getting free beer from this. Because anytime they're like, hey, you got to do a beer bong with me. And then like I go over there and they fill up the the beer bong with me and they use their beer. <laughs> so, you know, I get a free, I get a free uh, beer out of it. And so I would just walk around with this. Jesus Double beer bong and just do beer bongs with people. Not surprising. Um, and it was kind of like a race too, because you could get more beer. You put two beers in there, you could get more beer or less depending on who sucks the most. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so I made so a. So co- Jacko drunker. Yeah, I made a, I made a cocktail um, uh, with the name, uh, just kind of a nostalgic. Thing so I came up with this uh, great cocktail and it was originally uh, ounce and a half of rum, um, half ounce lavender simple syrup. There's lavender in there. Yep. Um, shit. Oh, uh, two dashes of pumpkin bitters. Um, shake that up. Top it with ginger beer, and then um, and then you have. Uh, cinnamon on the top. So I did that with this barrel-aged gin. Um, and I did not have the ginger beer. So we'll see how this plays out. Uh, but yeah, ounce and a half of this barrel-aged gin. Um, half ounce of lavender simple syrup and two dashes of pumpkin bitters. And we'll top with cinnamon. We'll see how that goes. So, you ready? Yeah. You ready, Eddie? Do you want to try each other's first or how do you want to do it? Yeah, let's try each other's first. I guess because okay. All right. Oh god, yours is very full. Yes, you gotta okay. be careful. Cheers. Cheers. I'm scared I'm gonna <laughs> drop it. Ooh. Damn. Yours is good. Thank you. This tastes like something I don't know what it is. Cinnamon. I think the ice cubes watered it down. Probably. Yours is very flavorful. Thank you. I think it's that barrel-aged gin is, like, really coming through. It does taste, it? like, fall-ish. Like, folly. It's good. But you can, like, it's really... I feel like it's enhancing the flavors, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the rest of the ingredients. Hmm. It's good. It tastes like... It tastes like... Um, it kind of tastes like... Uh, it's, I have something else I've had I can't... Not, like, a drink. Maybe, like, an apple pie or something. Like, it tastes like... A, yeah. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a... Kind of like an apple pie. Yeah. Now yours. Has oh a, shit, that's pretty good. Yeah, you did good. The I, fuck? I, I really hope that you write down that recipe. I might have to write it down in your book. I need to get one. Yeah. Um, the cinnamon, I feel like, doesn't even really complement it. It does at the end, but like, it's so good without that. I don't even know what that tastes like. At the end, it tastes like an apple pie with the cinnamon, but in the beginning, there's just. Amazing I mean, there's flavor. Now it's a simple syrup too. That's cinnamon. Oh, that could be the the probably the the simple syrup plays a part more than the powdered cinnamon. Mm. 
don't know what it tastes like, but... Yeah, let me try this one. You can definitely taste the, like, juniper berry in it, though, which is good. Hmm. <laughs> you know what mine tastes like? What? Um, see, this barrel-aged gin. Sorry. The barrel-aged gin kind of plays a part there. I think the barrel does in this, which is kind of nice. What because they do get the pain. Like? I know exactly what that tastes like. Do you? Is it you something know? I know? Yeah. Let me taste this again. It is folly. It is. How did like we both use like? I mean, we <laughs> use some similar ingredients, but different, and both of ours taste like fall desserts. Yeah. And what mine is it? Do, mine doesn't taste like a dessert. Mine tastes like potpourri. <laughs> what? Yeah. Taste it again. Or um, it tastes like that apple cinnamon um, glade spray. Why did you just ruin your own drink? <laughs> well, this one, it reminds me of. It does of. taste like if you like ate a fall potpourri. Yeah. But it's good. It's not bad. I would rather drink yours in a heartbeat, though. Now I can't stop drinking that. Like, I don't know if you come up with something else here. Are you already saying that I beat you? Yeah. How You need to up your cocktail game lately. Because I've just been, like, kicking your ass, apparently. Well, this one you kicked my ass. The last one. What do we have? Oh, yeah. Okay, fair and enough. The, the peanut butter episode was, was close. But I would have rather... I would rather drink yours... In a parade. In a boozy parade. You know? Hopefully this one comes out after. Yeah, it does. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I think that that one, I would have rather had yours. Mm -hmm. I like Reese's. I like chocolate. And mine mine was good. Yeah. Just, you know. Um, this one I think is good, but I don't think it's it hits anywhere close to yours. I'm like hitting, I'm like hitting at the shins. I think I'm developing a secret talent. Yeah. That's good. That was super, super good. Man. Well, I got fucking beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there will be more gin episodes to come because I love gin. Yes. Also, if you have any requests, we did a request episode. Can I tell them? Does this come out after? Yeah. A screwball episode that was requested by someone. So if you have anything that you want us to do, let us know. We, of course, have like... Dozens and dozens of ideas, but we would love to do stuff that you guys want to hear, too. Yeah. Um, but there will be more gin episodes to come and more episodes led by this lady. Yes, there will be. I'll be more prepared next time. Yes. Yes. But I think this is going to do it for us. So, well. um... Maddie, do you want to drop our tag? I'm, like, licking the inside of my glass. <laughs> it's a good one. You can find us at the dot rusty underscore saloon on the Instagram. We are also now on Apple Music. Is that what it's called? iTunes. Oh. Or, uh, you know, I saw, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Podcast, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Google what? Uh, Google Podcasts, Google Play. Google Podcasts, Google Play. Obviously, I, Stitcher. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. And obviously Spotify as well. Spotify, Stitcher, yep. We're, we're on uh, every podcast app, uh, your favorite podcast app, 
um, we are on. Give us a subscribe. Yeah, hit us up. Um, soon we will be having some Rusty Saloon apparel coming out. Uh, hats, t-shirts. We have fun stuff Glenn Karen's. Um, we're looking into doing our own tasting books. That might be way down the line, but we'll see. Um, but uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Subscribe. Give us and a good review. Happy fall, winter solstice. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Cheers. Cheers.